0: the volume nice and loud, cause, cause we, we are, are controlling, controlling transmission <coughs> with dance beats and R&B, Dawn Marie. You're the mix with Lil' Drummer Girl, with your host Dawn, Dawn Marie. Marie.
1: Hey there, thanks for stopping by. I just wanted to let you know real briefly that I do have a bit of a snafu in this recording where some of the uh, sound has a little bit of a popping sound to it, which I can't seem to get out in post-production. So, I apologize, but thank you so much for your patience. I appreciate it and enjoy. Hey, Dora Marie here. Today's topic is on myths and misconceptions about how social media and networking is a waste of time and that it can kill your bottom line results. And while today's special guest, JD Kamitsos, is here to demystify that for us. She is the co owner and chief operating officer of the Tampa Bay Business Owners Association, a very special community of business owners who come together to provide support, education, and connections for one another. She's also the host of the Biz Women Lost podcast, and now the creator of the fantastic podcast conference. She is a passionate writer and loves to connect others authentically and provide platforms for transformation and connection. She loves blogging and is a new mom of a beautiful baby girl to Donna and to Paris. So let's welcome Katie. Hey, Katie, how's it going today?
0: Hey, Ms Don Marie. It's going very well. Thank you so much for having me on the show. I appreciate it. Well,
1: thank you. I know with all of your businesses going on <laughs> and your little girl, you have <laughs>
0: A lot going on. So, life is a little full, you know. <laughs> I would say, just,
1: just to put it mildly, that you're just underselling
0: that one. <laughs> I I love it. I I've always been. A, I think my entire life has been like, you know, if you're not if you're not moving at hundred miles an hour, if you don't have a full plate, then you know what's the point. <laughs> I like that.
1: (laughs) I know we only have a little bit of time together. So is it okay if we start busting these myths and jump right in? Absolutely. Awesome. How did you come to create the Tampa Bay Owners Association?
0: So I can't take credit for it. Um, My husband, Chris, is just a phenomenal visionary. And uh, about eight years ago, he um, and that was back in 2008, uh, he was in the real estate investor space. Uh, Actually, I was too. We're both investors. And um, that's kind of how we met. But separate from us really meeting. He uh, had a TV show locally and he just realized that the best connections that he was making was when he was uh, connecting people sort of behind the scenes after the TV show. And there were a lot of business people, a lot of real estate people. And so he just kind of had this idea of like, hey, you know, if I got... I wonder if people would like get together on a regular basis, but for the sole purpose of really helping each other out, like not really to like sell to each other per se, because that's what, you know, all, you know, your typical networking group really does, but really like to actually help each other out and help in each other's businesses and share best practices. So he launched the idea to his, what he had of a of a community and a following at the time, Brought a, got a hundred people in the room and said, hey, here's kind of my thought. We'll do a once a month meeting. And at this meeting, we'll have a great speaker. And we'll just kind of help each other out and we'll have a format for that. And to his shock, about twenty people joined. <laughs> and that started the Tampa Bay Business Owners. And um and I actually came on nine months later as a, a member myself because I had uh, I had just written my very first book, uh, which is a very long story I don't even want to get into, and realized that I, I needed to learn the actual business of marketing and selling this book. So I wanted to be around other entrepreneurs who could help me figure that out. Um, and shortly thereafter, we you know got together got together as a couple, and so I became the helpful girlfriend helping him in his business. And that eventually led to me really establishing myself and having ownership in the company. and um and so it has really established itself since two thousand and eight as a very special community of entrepreneurs. It's an entrepreneur's only community. Um, and so you have to be a business owner in order to join. And the purpose of it that distinguishes it from any other networking group or chamber, type of an organization is that it's really the place where an entrepreneur gets to be around other entrepreneurs and gets to brainstorm on ideas and have access to education that is very targeted at helping you work on your business instead of in your business and help you understand on how to how to better yourself as the CEO of your company. So that's what that's kind of how that got started.
1: I love it. I actually went to the Christmas in July event that you did at the, the Peppin location last
0: July. Yeah. That was so much yeah. fun. That was really oh, great. Yeah. <laughs> How important would you say it is for a business with respect to networking? Uh, I think it's vital. Um, I'm, especially in this day and age of online platforms and to be able to connect and network in online spaces, which I equally think is very, very important. The art of face-to-face connecting and collaboration and networking, I think is absolutely vital to any business. Number, Number, Number one, because you you just kind of need to get out there and practice talking to people and talking about your business and about yourself. And number two, it's just about building relationships. And if you're out there and you're networking for the sole purpose of like every person you meet is like a a potential lead and you have to get them in your funnel, you know, Uh there's a different uh, result that you're going to get versus going out with the intention. Networking is all about intention. It's all about going out with the intention of building a relationship and allowing those relationships to feed whatever it is that your business needs and allow you to give to whatever that relationship needs. Um, and so networking and finding groups that are in line with who you are and what your goals are is very, very important because it helps you really dig root into a community that can be the entire sort of wind under your sails or the wind behind your sails during your business journey. Well,
1: so, there are a lot of people out there, and myself included, who are actually introverts who have to become extroverts, especially in the networking scene, so right. that you can get away from that shyness. Do you have any tips to help them break away from that? Absolutely. I have
0: some really good, very good, like, practical things. Okay, so the first one is to recognize the fact that you do not have to be Miss Social Butterfly or Mr. Social Butterfly in order to be a phenomenal networker and relationship builder, because remember, networking is not about how many people you No, it's about the quality of the relationships and the depth of the relationships. And so, um, the very first thing, again, is setting the intention. Like, when you, let's say you're going to an event, just, ah, how do I do this? Your number one goal should be, how can I add value to anyone that I encounter today? Um, And how can I just strike up a conversation? You know, and then go and see that as practice. Like, let me just talk to people about, you know, about anything. Like, it doesn't have to be about business. It doesn't have to be about whatever top, literally be about, like, hey, you know, so your kids go to soccer too? Oh, that's awesome because that establishes relationship and connection and those are the conversations that people really remember and that is a good foundation to keep on building business relationships. So one cool practical tip that I could give you is to find um, a networking buddy, I'm going to call it. Just know you're really comfortable with, especially if you're an introvert. And it's a networking event with the buddy and you're bringing me over and you do the introduction for me so that like, you know, they kind of introduce you into the conversation and get to sort of speak for you, <laughs> um, which is really nice because it leverages you in a way that you would not be able to do on your own. And then you for them as well. So it's a really great way to sort of be automatically handed into a conversation where you're not forcing it and somebody else is doing it for you, but it's a buddy system. So you guys are each doing that together. So that's one just cool little tip. Um, and then lastly, is really just, again, to see that you don't, your job is not to make like the most known person in the room. But if you, well, your job is to say, okay, tonight I'm going to connect with two people like that's my goal you know I don't have to work my work the room quote unquote I just need to connect with two people that's all I need to do
1: I like that because it I think it takes that pressure off right away you, mm-hmm. know, you don't feel like you have to have like how many business cards can you collect right time and you know all that great
0: stuff right yep
1: <laughs> so back to uh, social media what would you say might be the top three misconceptions donors might have about utilizing social media platforms today
0: I think that the a lot is that you have to be super active on every single social media platform. That you have to have a very robust LinkedIn activity profile going on. You have to be like the master of Facebook. You have to be Miss, you know, Twitter queen. You have to, you know, be all over Instagram. Uh, Snapchat's really big right now, so you have to be the master of that. Periscope. The huge myth behind that is that you have to be everywhere all at once, all the time. And that truthfully is very very difficult and draining. And so the the tip that I would give to sort of demystify that is just to say, focus on one platform on social media that where you first and foremost, where you really enjoy being, because if you don't enjoy being there, it's no use trying to build out and spend your time there because it's be painful for you to be somewhere where you don't want to be. And then just put your energies toward that one sort of platform and then kind of branch out from there as you find the time. Uh, because otherwise you can find yourself spending many, many, many hours on all these platforms and um, going very, having a wide reach, but not getting very deep. You know what I mean by that? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I think that's the biggest one, and that's the one that that I see over and over again. Awesome. Do
1: you have any tips uh, for time management when it comes to using social media?
0: Uh, absolutely. So, uh, the very first thing is that if you are in the position to do so, I'm a big believer in finding other people to do a lot of that rote kind of social media posting and management and all that sort of stuff. And the reason that I say that it kind of is, it's sort of a, I'm not going to call it a luxury. I really don't want to call it a luxury. That's something that I invest in because I know that itemizing out my time and what I love to do the most when it comes to certain aspects of social media, I don't love all the aspects of social media media. I mean, as a whole, I really enjoy spending time on social media, but the, even within, you know, let's say Facebook is like my platform. I suck at most everything else. <laughs> um, but even amongst Facebook, Biz women Rock has a very powerful presence uh, through a page. We have over 25,000 likes on the page and, and it's very active. And I have a very, very active and powerful Facebook group that has uh, about 3,200 women in it. I love spending my time managing the group and being the leader of the group. I I don't really love doing all of the work that goes behind managing the page like I I'm not going to say I hate it because, you know, I've definitely done it and it's good. It's fine, but it takes up a lot of time. So I invest in hiring a strategist. She's part of my social media team. She and I meet on a regular basis. She knows who I am. She knows what Biz Woman Rock is all about. She knows how to represent my brand. And she's the one who does all the posts. And she's the one like scheduling all that stuff in, you know, connecting with me about sharing articles and blah, sharing all that sort of stuff. And so that leverages my time considerably. So that's my number one tip is that... Hire out the things that aren't the best use of your time. Even if you, quote unquote, don't mind doing them, if it's not the highest and best use of your time on social media, hire it out to somebody who is a heck of a lot better and more efficient at it than you are. And B, really believes and gets behind your brand. So they do a great job representing you. So that's the first tip. The second tip, as far as time management goes, is to, I guess I'm going to call it Like batching, for example, if you are managing your Facebook page or you are, you know, scheduling out or you are doing your Twitter posts or something like that, schedule that. So uh, instead of like, oh, every day I'm going to send out 10 tweets, take an hour on a Monday and come up with your, you know, hundred tweets for the week and schedule them in some sort of scheduling software and then you're done with them. Then you've worked on that for an hour and you're done with it. You don't have to think about it for, you know, another week. Um, I Many women on my show have, have talked about this and it's so successful for them. So they're scheduling out their stuff in advance and, and so they don't have to think about it once it's done, which is great because otherwise you can feel very schizophrenic if you're trying to do that sort of in real time.
1: Love that because it is really important to, to try to get that scheduled.
0: Absolutely. And then the third thing that I would say is authentic. Um, this is probably very overstated. You know, authenticity is ta- is kind of, has lost the real meaning of the word because everyone uses it, but like, it's so true. Like, make sure that you and your brand, that you are speaking true to who you are and what you believe in, and don't be apologetic about it. Um, so, you know, the an example is Biz Women Rock, me and the brand, synonymously speaking, are very real like i'm very open with the ups and the downs of my business journey you know obviously the women who are on my show are talking about that very in very real fashion um you know so my and my brand is very women celebrating and not male bashing and that's a very big distinction in my space of focusing on business women because there definitely are the other, you know, women in business brands that that are not that. And so, you know, just be authentic to whatever you stand for, for yourself and your business brand and stand by it, you know. So I have plenty of people who are wanting to post on Biz Women Rock and wanting to engage in conversation with me and Biz Women Rock about, you know, oh, we must fight the man. And, um, (laughs) you know, like, oh, women still make, you know, 75 cents to the dollar of men. And that's, You know, I have, I have no judgment over that, but that's not where I want to shine the light like that's not I don't want to focus on highlighting the problems I want to focus on highlighting all the great stuff and move move the needle forward like I don't even want to talk about a glass ceiling. I don't believe in the glass ceiling and I'm sure you can give me 80 zillion stats of why a glass ceiling still exists, but for myself personally and the biz women rock brand because I created it. I'm, I'm not choosing to even see a glass ceiling. So everything in my communication on social media is in line with that, right? So, yeah. So just be authentic to you and your brand.
1: Awesome. I just want to touch base on when you talked about scheduling there. Um, for mm-hmm. those of, uh, that don't have the funds right now, if they're just starting out and they don't have the money to, to hire a team, um, there are a couple of great programs I've used over the years to, to do some scheduling, and one of them is Hootsuite. That's H-O-O-T-S-U-I-T-E, mm-hmm. and Social Jukebox, which my friend Tim Frago owns, which also is a platform to help with scheduling. So those are two, you, they have free versions, and paid versions, so if you need to start out, that's a place for you to go to for that. Nice. i want to touch base on that before I forget about that. So yeah. what would you say are some big opportunities in using social media that they might be missing out on?
0: Well, one that I am very, very passionate about um, is one that you, you know, got to hear me talk about at PodFest um, this year, which are Facebook groups. And I think that there's such an untapped potential there uh, for business owners to really leverage them to build communities. And I'm talking... I'm talking to anyone who wants to build a following or a tribe or a community for the purpose of whatever. So if you're a musician and you want to you want to build you want a place to house the people that love your music and share your music with that with all of those people. If you are an entrepreneur and you want to kind of have a place where you can house uh, all the people who love your product or service and you can share with them about that. Facebook groups are so powerful for that because they give you – a multidimensional way to interact with your community, with people who have like interests, who are interested in what you have to say. And it gives you an opportunity to build a very deep relationship one-on-one with them and within a group. And most importantly, they can build relationships amongst each other without you having to be there all the time. So, you know, it's really powerful. I know sure there are are people listening who are like, well, I'm a member of this group and I'm a member of tons. The power behind them is mind-blowing for being able to truly connect deeply and intimately with the people touching you and your brand um and be able to do that in a very very special way you
1: no know, that's a really great idea i i do not have a facebook group but i think i may have to start one now that's <laughs> 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 a great idea it really is yeah. i know it's, it's really tough because i'm a one woman band myself and and it's been very difficult because um I'm just doing it all myself, but uh, I hope that that's going to change within the next year.
0: <laughs> that's my goal. <laughs> there are plenty of us do There are plenty of people doing it all on their own, and it is. It's like okay, you have to prioritize and like what moves the needle the furthest, the most, and that's where you put your time. And then you know you have your organizational chart, and you are wearing every single hat there. And then one of these days, you get to hire that out to somebody and make that goal. And I mean, that's awesome. I mean, it's it, it is a very I think I actually personally think it's really important to wear all the hats.
1: Yeah, I mean, I've had over, I was a freelancer for many, many years, and I've I added up all the jobs I've had over, since I started working when I was 14. I think I've had like 103 different jobs that I've worked at. <laughs> So I've worked in every kind of business, and somebody said, well, what haven't you worked in? And I said, well, I haven't been a Playboy buddy, but I did work in the Playboy building in Manhattan when I lived up there. So, uh, you know, it, it was great because you did. I got to learn so many different aspects of business, whether it's finance or real estate. I mean, I have my real estate broker's license, and so I just all these different things. And it really, I think every job helps me today
0: in what yeah. I do. I love that so, um,
1: it's important for people, you know, to, to try different things, too, because I think they get stuck and they think this is all they can do and, or they're, they have fear of trying new things and they may fail or what have you. think The more failures you get, the closer you are to a great success is how I look at it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I agree. So what would you say might be some of the best utilized social media tools that every business needs to use and know about? Oh, man, that's
0: a good question. Uh, well, we mentioned scheduling software already, so that's pretty vital. This is basic, but like any app so that you can do it on the go, you know, that you can interact with people on the go. I mean, obviously, like, you know, Facebook Messenger, Facebook, you know, the Facebook Groups app, the uh, Facebook Page app. And I'm sure every single social media platform has their specific app that helps you do that along the way and on your busy life. And I guess just in general, I mean, this is not a specific tool, but some sort of, it's called a marketing editorial calendar. And that's what all, anyone who runs any sort of like a, A marketing business has a marketing editorial calendar and basically what that is for the for the purposes of social media it's when are you posting what and how is it going out and so you can sort of see if you're really talking about pretty large-scale marketing efforts having an editorial calendar so you know what's going out when is really important and it's Especially if you have a couple people who are working on it, so you guys can all see it. And just an easy tool for that and super simple is like a Google spreadsheet, you know, through the Google Drive, because that's shareable, you know, multiple people can see it. And, you know, it's editable in real time. So you see, okay, this thing is going to be going live. Let's say that you're posting a video. Okay, well, that's going to go live on this date. So in accordance with that, we need to make sure that A, B, and C go out as well. So, I mean, just a super simple spreadsheet is is uh, although my mind works in spreadsheets so <laughs> um, but the scheduling software is pretty pretty necessary canva is another one any um you know images and social media are very very powerful video is super powerful so you know learn how to use your you know your phone to be able to make great videos so whatever tools are out there to do that there, there are a ton of them canva c-a-n-v-a dot com is um and pick monkey i think is another one those yep. are all ways that have free versions to be able to create um, to create graphic or any sort of really good looking visuals for your social media posts so if you want I love to, them. yeah, I do too. We use Canva yeah. a lot. So like if you want to post, you know, like a, uh, a, a quote, let's say, and that's part of what you're going to post for the day, you can make a really beautiful quote in Canva. Um, and like, we don't, I don't pay for Canva. I, everything I use is free. You can, if there's, if there's rich ones in there that you want to buy, they're like every, a dollar every, you know,
1: dollar, I know you can't do yeah, it.
0: Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's really, really easy to be able to do that. The other thing is, is I'll say Fiverr.com, F-I-V-E-R-R.com is another great resource for social media. It's a little overwhelming. You literally can get anything there. And the, the deal behind Fiverr is you get anything for five bucks. Um, exactly. Obviously, obviously, they have a lot of upsells. But I mean, so if you, want, if you want to create X for your social media campaign, go to Fiverr. And more than likely, somebody will do it for five bucks.
1: I have, I've I've had music created for me. I've had logos created for me. I mean, I've had a host of things created on Fiverr. I love yep. it, love it, love it. Yep. I wish they were yeah. out 30 years ago. It would have made their life a lot easier. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, well, I know we're running out of time here, but do you have any final thoughts to help motivate them, start their businesses or reach their goals?
0: It's a very, very broad question, but I <laughs> I guess my the immediate thing where my mind goes is just to take action. Um, I'm a big planner and I've had to learn over these years to stop planning and take action and just go with it. So I I have become pretty good at living in the space of like, I need some sort of planning and organization in order for me to wrap my mind around the action I'm about to take. But I don't create a plan that takes me hours and hours and hours or even days and days and days. I I will work for like an hour, like literally just before this call I was working on you know, kind of revamping my my Q2 plan for Biz Women Rock, so I know where I am. So now I can use that as a jumping point to take action. And it took me like what 30 minutes of that. So, um, so I guess the number one piece of my advice that I could give is to get clear on a plan, but don't spend too much time on that, and then just take action. Like you're gonna screw up, I guarantee it. I guarantee it a thousand times. Um, so just take action because if you sit here and wait until the plan is perfect, uh, you're never going to move. And there's 80 other people who have already passed you up and done, figured it out because they've they took action last week and they've already made the 20 mistakes that they needed to in order to figure out where they need to be. So take action because every single step that you take moving forward is going to lead you to a new space where you now know what to do next and take the next best step. So that is probably the best piece of information I've ever received and the best piece of advice that I could give.
1: Fantastic. So so tell me, Katie, how can our listeners learn more about you and what you do if they want to reach out to you?
0: Yeah. So everyone can find out a little bit more about me and what Biz Women Rock is all about by going to bizwomenrock.com. Um, there you'll find, you know, a whole piece on my podcast. So you'll be able to access all the podcast interviews. Um, if anyone's interested, there's access there to the Facebook group's rock course that I have, obviously, because I am so passionate about it. I have a whole education behind it. And it's just full of a lot of great resources. And if anyone uh, that is listening happens to be a businesswoman, um, you are welcome to join the Biz Women Rock community. And you can do that by opting in on the website there. Awesome.
1: And you have Podcast 2017 next year. Is that going to be here in Tampa uh-huh.
0: at all? actually we literally just signed the paperwork to have it at a phenomenal resort in orlando so it's becoming an amazing like family destination uh kind of double dipped kind of an event so yeah uh, so we're so excited it is a gorgeous resort too so um so it's going to be in orlando uh looks like february of 2017 and podfest is really the place uh it's an international conference for the independents and the beginners of podcasts and so If you are thinking about podcasting, or you've been podcasting for a little while, or you've been in podcasting for 10 years, if you're running your own podcast and really passionate about it and want to be around other podcasters, you want to learn the information about how to move your business forward with your podcast, um, that's where you need to be. And we'd love to have you. It's such a fun event. And obviously, I got to meet Don Marie there. So life is good because (laughs) of it, you know? It was wonderful.
1: It was so good. I mean, I had just uh, flown back from New York because I was at social media week mm-hmm. that same week. And so I, I had the back-to-back conferences and I just was like, I was so disappointed with the social media week in New York. And I was just like, really? Oh. I, oh, man. Was not happy. <laughs> <laughs> and and Podcast was so phenomenal. I mean, as soon as I got there, I just, I, though I got there a little late the first day, it was just, it was just mind-blowing and everybody there was just wonderful. And it was just, you know, you learn so many things, and so I, I definitely suggest anyone out there who is interested, please check it out next year. It's going to be, it's going to rock your world, <laughs> and uh, and so, and it's pretty funny because it was at the uh, the hotel that I actually wound up staying at when I lived in New York. I came down here when I was working with Clinique at the time in their executive offices. And one of the things I had to do in the marketing department was to work in the field two times a year. So I was like, well, can I do it in Florida? And they said, sure. And I ended up staying at a hotel. So it was so bizarre. Like it was very surreal because that was like in 2003, I think. So I'm like, here it was, you know, years later and going to the podcast. So I was like, okay, now I live here. Oh my gosh, great. I love it. Life is bizarre. So Katie, thank you so much for taking your time to get out on this call tonight. I really appreciate that.
0: Absolutely. I'm honored that you have me. Thank you very much.
1: Anytime. And if there's anything I can do to help you with your planning and any of the things, please feel free to reach out to me. Thanks, girl. And thank you to our listeners out there today. Thank you for being here. I wouldn't have a show if it weren't for you. And don't forget to check out The Little Drummer Girl with Dawn Marie Mutel at YouTube for any video footage. The link is below in the show notes. And please if you like the show, please subscribe and share it with your friends. We're also on iTunes, Stitcher Radio and SoundCloud. And remember, it's never too late to begin to live the life of your dreams and leave the trail blazing behind you. Back on and mock out and I'll catch you on the flip side. Namaste. <laughs>